This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's talk to someone we feel comfortable around. Of course, I'm talking about Kate Constable, who joins us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Just visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. That is GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. What about you, Kate? Before we get into your NBA bets for tonight, and I see them on the rundown as we speak, have you ever been in that situation where you, or are you just smooth? You met someone you wanted to meet and you just nailed it. <laughs> Absolutely not. Me and smooth do not go hand in hand. No, Uh, I can't think of any uh, situations involving celebrities just because I I really haven't met too many. But when I met my fiance's parents for the first time, I just couldn't speak. I apparently I said like every other sentence. I kind of sounded like like an airhead. And afterwards, they uh, said to him after I left, this girl wants to be on TV. Like she thinks she can talk on TV. She could barely talk during dinner. So it was one of those things where I was very flustered and nervous, a little intimidated um, meeting them for the first time. That was bad. I could I totally see. And actually, that's probably worse than meeting someone who's famous or whatever, because all of a sudden you're talking about potential family, you know? And now I have to see them all the time. I mean, now I yeah. get to see them all the time. But that second, that second time seeing them was a little bit more nerve wracking, maybe even than the first. <laughs> Well, let's let's do something a little more comfortable, and that means betting on the NBA. <laughs> Unless you're Chelsea, who has ranted about the NBA all show long, and I get it. But you were looking at the Suns-Wizards game, and right now, if I'm looking at the lines correctly, it looks like this line has moved in the past hour. Suns are now laying two and a half points, I think. I don't know what to think because we saw Bradley Beal go out of the game with an injury last night, a groin injury, but also both of these teams on the back end of a back-to-back. How in the world are you going to bet this thing? Yeah, this one's interesting because both of these teams are on a back-to-back. The Suns got that big win over the Grizzlies yesterday. The Wizards beat the Sixers, but the Wizards, they don't have to travel. Uh, They were at home last night where the Suns are crossing time zones, so I think that adds a little bit more fatigue to Phoenix. And the Suns are also playing their third game in four nights, their fourth game in six nights because they played on Christmas. They've got injuries with Devin Booker, Landry Shamit, campaign all out. So their their lineup is a bit thin. So I'm on the Wizards tonight. I took them earlier on the money line at plus one, uh, yeah, plus 100, uh, even money. Now they're plus two and a half uh, on the spread. I, I would take that. I would also still take them at on the money line at plus 115, get a little bit extra value. I think they uh, win this one tonight. They've already got a win over the Suns once this year. So they're confident in playing this team. And so I like them to win at home tonight. All right, so let's stay a little closer to home and look at this Bucks and Bulls matchup. I believe the Bulls are getting seven points at home, which seems like a pretty big number. But if I'm remembering correctly, 
The Bucks absolutely owned the Bulls last season. However, no Chris Middleton for this one. Does that impact this uh, line? Who do you like here? think it impacts the line too much i'm gonna play on the bucks regardless i got them at minus four i've seen them at minus four and a half uh at a couple different places so i would take that as well i really should stop betting on games that involve the chicago bulls just because they're such a mess and so unpredictable i mean they went on the road won three straight come back home and, and they lose to the rockets so there's some issues within their organization there's issues on the defensive end for chicago so that's why i'll take milwaukee Tonight, Chicago's also already beat the Bucks once this season, so a bit of a revenge game for Milwaukee. And Giannis company, they're coming off of that, that Christmas Day loss to the Celtics. That wasn't one of their better performances uh, of this season. So I expect this one to be a bounce-back game for them, and I like them regardless of if uh, Chris Middleton's in or out of the lineup. We're talking with Kate Constable, host of BetQLU in the action. That is Saturdays from 3 to 7 p.m. in the East. You can follow her on Twitter and TikTok at Kate Constable. Okay, Kate, I feel like I'm having deja vu here. Nuggets at the Kings. Again, the Nuggets laying two and a half points tonight. Total set at 235 and a half. Chelsea and I discussed this game earlier. And so two questions here. A, who are you picking here? What's your pick? And then B, how do you factor in two teams playing each other for the second straight night in the same situation? How does that work into how you're going to play it? Yeah, I'm going to play the Kings here at plus two and a half. I also wouldn't mind them on the money line. Uh, when teams play these mini series, I oftentimes like to target the team that lost the night before just because it, it's tough to beat a team two nights in a row. It's even tougher to cover two nights in a row. Uh, and when playing teams that are on equal rest as them, Sacramento's covering 75% of the time, which is the best mark in the league. I also think that the Nuggets, uh, this is their third game in four nights. Some of those heavy minutes that they played might start catching up to them. I mean, Nikola Jokic played 44 minutes on Christmas Day, 37 yesterday. Jamal Murray played 43 on Christmas, 38 yesterday. Porter, 35-30. So, so a lot of their stars have been playing quite a few minutes that I could see this being a game that not necessarily the Nuggets punt, but that they just don't come out with the same amount of energy or uh, enthusiasm as they did last night and th that the Kings can steal this one at home. Is there any enthusiasm left for Bears fan? Bears fans, <laughs> Kate, I've got to ask you our daily or our <laughs> weekly question about the Chicago Bears because obviously you've got the Bears helmet in the background. Uh, so this week we have the Bears getting six points against the Lions. Do you think there's any way that Chicago can cover this number? Yes, I do. I like the Bears to cover this plus six. The Lions lost to the Panthers last week because the Panthers just ran all over them. And who better to do that to them again this week than Justin Fields, especially playing in a dome and not negative 11 degree weather at Soldier Field. Neither of these teams has a very good defense. The Lions, both Lions and Bears actually, have really uh, relied on outscoring teams. So I think the Bears can keep this one close. I think they can cover uh, especially because the Lions need to win out in order to make the playoffs. And as divisional rivals, Chicago doesn't want that to happen. But my best play here would actually be taking the over just because both of these offenses can put up quite a few points. Kate, Chelsea and I have discussed this over the past couple of weeks because this time of year, of course, we get inclement weather everywhere. How much emphasis do you put on your handicaps in the NFL when you're talking about whether it's in Buffalo or Chicago or even in Nashville last week where they had to postpone the game for a while because pipes were bursting. Do you put a little bit of emphasis on that or do you really go into it because different people have different ways of going about it? 
Yeah, I actually put quite a bit of emphasis on it. And a lot of times that's targeted towards the totals. You know, if, if you have games where you have high winds or very cold temperatures, oftentimes it's hard to throw the ball downfield and teams have to rely more on their run games. So take a look at teams that aren't strong in the run game and maybe target unders in those games. Um, but it's also kind of iffy because you could get a snow game where – uh, neither team really has an edge. I mean, that kind of takes me back to the Bears 49ers game early in the season. First game of the season, actually, it was just a monsoon here in Chicago. And the 49ers were the better team going into that game. But the Bears ended up winning because the elements kind of favored the Bears that day. So it can be iffy, but oftentimes I tend to lean towards taking unders uh, for games like that. All right, Kate. So we were talking about this during the break. UConn Villanova tonight in College Hoops. This line, initially, I thought to myself, okay, you know, Nova getting 12 points seems like a steal for a team that normally is pretty good. But if you look at all the metrics in this one, Bartorvik has UConn favored by 17 and a half. I believe Kim Palm has it around that number as well. I know you've done some research on this game. Is it as tough to cap for you as it has been for me? Yeah, it's it's very hard. I've kind of stared at this game for the last uh, 12 hours or so. I looked at it a lot last night and I feel like I want to lay the points with UConn. I mean, in the 13 games they played this season, not a single win has come by less than double digits. So you would imagine that that continues against a Villanova team that struggled early in the season. But the, the contrary here is that Villanova has been playing good as of late. They've won their last five games, and a lot of that was getting some injured players back into the lineup and starting to kind of uh, gel together with some players that missed time early. So I could see Villanova covering. I could see UConn covering. It's one of those where uh, if UConn does cover, I'll kick myself for not taking them. But kind of the same way if, if Villanova covers, I'll think, well, you know, they're on the up and up. They've been playing well lately. I like that to continue. So this is one that I'm still uh, debating and still going to do a little bit more research and digging on before I make my official plan. She is the host of BetQL. You in the action. Check her out Saturdays from 3 to 7 p.m. in the East and follow her on Twitter and TikTok at Kate Constable. It is Kate Constable. Kate, good to see you this morning and thanks for the picks. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a good job. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.